What's up, y'all? It's Patrick. Hey, loves. It's Patricia. We live two different lives in two different life stages. Yes, but we are passionate about our faith, our fitness, and our crazy loving family. We are siblings, and this is our story. Yo, yo, yo. What's up? Hope y'all are having a awesome, awesome week. This week, we are finishing up our part three of our three-week series, and we're going to be talking about generosity and asking ourselves the question, are you generous? So I don't know about you, but when I hear the word generous... I'm just waiting for like the offering plate to immediately go by me. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know whose fault that necessarily is. I think a lot of it's my own fault, right? Just the nature of money being such a big part of our lives. Mm -hmm. Um, That's where my mind gravitates towards when I think about the topic of generosity. But what we want to really talk about today and challenge each other with, as well Mm -hmm. as all of you all, listening is to maybe uh, think about generosity through um, a different lens. Mm. Yep. So speaking of money, uh, I did want to start off with a, um, a Bible verse mm-hmm. to get us going. Mm-hmm. Um, and the verse is, Thou shalt hustle, hustle hard, hustle, hustle real hard that is um first ross verse 13 rick ross verse 13 (laughs) if you guys could see my face right now burning a hole through the screen is what i'm doing (laughs) ross ross the boss oh my gosh uh you know i mean it just it had to happen this is gonna happen happen. eventually it just just Mm -hmm. had to happen yep I didn't think oh, that man. way, but yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shout out to Rick Ross, the Jeez. ultimate hustler. Oh my god! <laughs> Where are we going with this podcast? I don't right know. Now? <laughs> Why did I say you could lead? I don't understand. I, this was your idea. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh man! Don't let me lead ever again. Here we are. Uh, oh, but geez. I, I mean, I think somewhere in that there is the reality and the truth that when we think we we think about generosity mm-hmm. and money as synonymous and right. um when we look at scripture and honestly even just the definition of generosity mm-hmm. it's really not described in that fashion so the word generosity i thought this was really really interesting the definition The secondary definition, according to our friends at Google, is the quality or fact of being plentiful, Mm. which I thought was incredibly interesting that generosity is being described as a state of being in overflow Mm -hmm. and not a state of exchange, whether that's an exchange of time or exchange of money or exchange of resources. 
it's described by definition as a state of being in overflow. And so I kind of just wanted to challenge everyone listening with mm-hmm. the idea that what if, what if instead of thinking, thinking about generosity as this kind of cringeworthy term <laughs> that makes us all uncomfortable, right. what if we just thought about it as a state of being in our day to day, trusting that God is our ultimate provider. It's not so much about, or it's not about my ability to go and work and do in order to earn money and then give it away or go and give my time in order to accomplish things for God's kingdom. It's more a matter of being and resting in the fact that he is my ultimate provider and out of that overflow comes generosity, effective, healthy generosity. So one question I would have kind of Mm -hmm. for you. So when we talk about overflow, the only way overflow can happen, obviously, is if we are filled as individuals. So not to say that either of us have a perfect answer for this, but how do you go about as best you can finding that balance between being selfish to an extent Mm -hmm. to keep your cup full Mm -hmm. and then finding, making sure that you're not just hoarding, (laughs) right? Just keeping everything in your cup to yourself, but being conscious about letting that overflow happen into the communities and peoples and friends and family surrounding you in a generous manner. Um, we'll see. That's what's difficult. Um, just this topic and, uh, realizing that we're going to be talking about it and thinking about it. Um, it's very convicting because on a personal level, I feel, uh, very selfish with my time and my energy and, things like that um because to me like when I think of being generous um actually my life group we did like a a book on being generous or generosity um and that's the first time I that I ever thought of it more than just time and money because before that that's all that I really thought about it was Oh, that awkward kind of conversation about church and giving and serving and all these things, um, the things that you should be doing. Um, and so before that, that's the only time that I was, my eyes were open to it being something bigger, um, than just those two things. And then now us talking about this, um, like I give, my time and um and we give at church and things like that and that to me feels right but when I think of it on a personal level I like I I should be doing so much more like one-on-one like doing better at calling family members or checking in or even friends, like I'm really bad at that, or giving my time in that way, and um, even just on a day-to-day, like when you're in line somewhere, 
and paying for the person behind you. And there's all these little things that I feel like, or giving your space when you know somebody needs somewhere to stay, you know? And it's mm-hmm. like all like little things like that I don't, I don't do. And I should be doing it. And I should be, um, I don't know, like not thinking about just myself and my own insecurities um, that it keeps me from letting others in more or connecting with others because of a fear of something else, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I think about that fear when I even like the first example that kind of comes to mind is, um, you know, you encounter a homeless person or whatever the case may be. Like I would love to say that my first thought is, to just go give them a big hug and like and mm-hmm. it's just like my first thought is honestly is fear yeah. and that's that insecurity of okay like the unknown mm-hmm. like what is this exchange gonna be like mm-hmm. so how do i shift my mindset from what is this exchange gonna be like to acting out of a state of being like i'm a child of god right rooted and yeah. rooted in that truth and if that truth means what it, it should mean biblically, then the way I approach my fears and um, situations like that should drastically change. Um, it, but as far as the balance goes, for me, it's obviously it's not easy. Uh, I've had to kind of shift my lens. So mm-hmm. in order for me... My, my biggest misstep and biggest danger, I think, is just saying yes too much. And mm-hmm. I get to a point where I might be doing things that look generous, mm-hmm. but my cup is so empty because I'm just in that gear too often mm-hmm. that on the outside, it may not necessarily be visible and it and it's not in many ways, but on the inside, and when I say inside, I mean like in my home, it's very mm-hmm. visible to mm-hmm. my family and very visible to my wife and very visible to my kids because I just, my leadership engine is on zero. I got no gas <laughs> in that bad boy. Yeah. And yeah. I've learned over time that uh, two things really happened in terms of um, generosity. Number one, I felt more comfortable. Like if I had to pick between being up in front of, a thousand people to speak or you know leading a small group i would much rather do that that's Mm -hmm. easier to me than to be present at home be intentional with my wife about talking about our future and talking about jesus being intentional about reading books with my daughter like the the patience that is required to really point our children towards Jesus Mm. for me is a hundred times harder Mm -hmm. than going and serving. And so I had to, in order to find that balance, I had to kind of shut down Mm -hmm. a lot of things all around me Yeah, and force myself. And a lot of this was happened through time in prayer and, you know, seeking counseling and just learning that I had to, if I really wanted to point my family towards Jesus, 
I had to face that fear and I had to mm-hmm. get over it and learn to be more generous with my time at home, yeah. which would mean being less generous with all of my time outside of home. And that's just, right. that's in every facet of my life. But I've learned that it's really helped me to have my cup be more full. It's not full all the time. I definitely still get annoyed and irritated and stressed out like any human being. But mm-hmm. um, I would say compared to two years ago, uh, my life outlook is different. Uh, I'm not nearly as passive about family situations. And most of the time I was just passive because I, I didn't, I used up all the energy having those intentional conversations outside of my home. So by the time I was getting home, the generosity to right. give up my time and give up mm-hmm. my energy and give up mm-hmm. my um, attention in order to be more intentional just wasn't there. And that's not fair to um, my family. Sorry. I just mm-hmm. went on a really random tangent there. No, that was really good. <laughs> no. <laughs> That was good. I don't even know where that came from. It's definitely not in the notes. <laughs> hustling, 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 uh, hey, hustling, hustling. That's what this podcast is about. Right? It's kind of like a therapy session for us. So, you know, that's a little why. bit. A little bit. That's why we really like it. Yep, yep. So, because we talk it out. <laughs> when we talk about other ways of being generous and just acting in a state of, day by day, recognizing God as our provider. And we're simply sharing in that overflow. Mm. We're not exchanging anything. Mm -hmm. Um, When we talk about things like being generous by giving thanks or giving of resources, giving of literally space, which Mm -hmm. you specifically noted that you aren't good at, but I kind of got to call you out. You're you let people stay at the house all the time and you and Ryan host people all the time. So I don't know what you're talking about there. Uh, <laughs> giving of positive energy. I think that's, I'm going to answer your question for you. I'm going to say that's your biggest strength and giving of attention. So which of those would you say is your biggest strength? My biggest strength. Hmm. That's where I would say that's where I feel like I struggle. Like, I feel like all those areas, when I look at them, I don't feel like I do very well at them personally. Um, I feel like I do better, like, at work, like, with my patients. And I want to give them all the positive energy and all Mm -hmm. the attention and all the love and all the care. Um but I don't, I don't think, I think I struggle with all of that with family and friends. And mm-hmm. I feel like it's very easy for me to just go day to day and, and it's sad to say, but not think about like, Hey, I probably should check in on this person or I probably should do this. Like, I call mom on my way home from work because it's just part of my routine. Mm-hmm. I mean, like that's, it's sad to say, but it is. I call mm-hmm. Ryan on my way home from work because it's part of my routine. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff that I do because it's part of my routine. Yeah. And I struggle with going outside of my routine. And so 
that's where I know it's not right and I know that I could do better, but I don't know. I'm hoping that I, I'm doing some of that, but to I myself, would say you I definitely just don't. Are, as far as giving positive energy, I wonder if you feel very confident at work because it's a, it's a realm that you know very well. Mm-hmm. So maybe in other areas, there's a certain level of fear. That's That's what it was for me, right? Yeah. So giving of that positive energy and that intentionality at home mm-hmm. meant taking responsibility for the weight of being the spiritual leader, mm-hmm. pointing my you know, kids towards Jesus because I'm a terrible God, right? Mm-hmm. But I know an awesome one and I'm just trying to point them in that direction. But yeah. that energy requires accepting that kind of mm-hmm. responsibility. So accepting that responsibility at work for you mm-hmm. feels like less weight. Yeah. Possibly. Mm-hmm. than doing that in other areas of life that have an eternal impact. Do you think that's fair? Yeah. That, yeah, I think that's fair. I think that helps because I think it's more of a also um, maybe because I internalize a lot. Mm-hmm. And so to me, I maybe I think that I'm not doing it because I'm naturally very negative to myself. Mm -hmm. And also I feel drained Mm -hmm. like in social situations, I think. So when I'm like with people and then when I come home, it almost is like, like I feel exhausted Mm -hmm. because I feel like I, I don't know, like I gave so much energy that I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I, it's... I think that makes sense. I think that's a lot of what I still experience, but just working mm. through the the idea of being mm-hmm. an overflow, right? We can't give something that we don't have. So right. when I talk about, so this is going to go super off topic, but, you know, when I totally freaked out, melted down about you know having a second kid and talked about you know i'm a terrible parent which i still feel that way all the time and i Mm -hmm. still struggle with that fear but Mm -hmm. i think at in that moment i totally crumbled because i was processing that fear through the lens of oh wait a minute i'm really bad at this and i I have to work on it Mm -hmm. and i have to figure out how to do it on my own yeah versus oh wait a second i'm actually not the answer to this problem right if my ultimate goal is to point my kids towards jesus and eternity i really don't have to do anything other than be who god's called me to be show them what repentance looks like say sorry Mm. don't be afraid to put you know my heart on the table and just show them what being a sinner relying yeah. on God's love looks like it's not about getting it right if anything it's about showing them what getting it wrong looks like right and then saying hey daddy messed up but Jesus makes it okay right we start out with something simple like that and over time those conversations compile and compile and when you think that they're not listening mm-hmm. 
they really are it was so crazy we were um on vacation this past week and harper mm-hmm. dead serious looked at ashlyn and said you know she's been obsessed with singing that um jesus loves me song mm-hmm. so she's singing this song and then she stops and looks at ashlyn and says mommy does jesus love me as much as grandma Mm-mm. and <laughs> as simple as that sentence is right if mm-hmm. you extrapolate that out to mm-hmm. what that means as far number one she's starting to understand the concept of love uh number two mm-hmm. she recognizes that her grandma loves her number three she's starting to connect that oh there's this being that uh, keeps getting talked about right whether it's bedtime or these songs that i sing right mm-hmm. that loves me now the question is how much so mm. those are awesome questions awesome right. dialogues for her to be having and those are the kinds of things that i was totally panicked about being able to push them towards mm. because i thought i was going to have this red have to have this like regimented plan that would require all of this energy and require all of this work when in mm. reality it was just a matter of like no, I'm just going to be a messed up fool and then give Jesus the credit for whatever positive comes out of this messed up fool. Yeah. That's more a state of being in overflow yep. and less a state of working in exchange for um, our goals and our dreams. And in, and in, in this example, uh, generosity. So sorry for the random tangent, but yeah. what would you say is your right. biggest weakness then? Um, my biggest weakness. Mm, I would have to say probably. Um, like. I don't know, giving thanks. Or. I don't know, just not expressing all the time to the people around me how much they do mean to me and how much are being so thankful for them and Mm -hmm. sharing that. Like, I know I feel it on the inside and I know how much I love each and every person in my life and what they've done, um, but I don't say it enough. Or mm-hmm. I don't express it enough. So I think a lot of it is saying it. I'm not very good at saying like, hey, by the way, like you mean a lot to me mm-hmm. or whatever. Like to me, if I'm in your presence or if like we're in community or we're talking mm-hmm. or there's some sort of like – I don't know, like action there to me, that's like me saying I love you. Mm-hmm. And I know that's not right, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like you have to use words and be expressive um, to that person because sometimes it doesn't always come off that way. Um, and so I think that that's where I probably struggle the most because verbalizing. verbalizing yeah. Because mm-hmm. I know that's something that I struggle um with Ryan like he's really good at it and so Mm -hmm. but to me like I'm 
like I could do a lot better, I think. Yeah, it's tough to verbalize, especially so. when it's not your or my love language, right? So mm-hmm. words of affirmation are great. And for mm-hmm. a lot of people, it's a major love language. Um, yeah. But it's not for me. So I typically don't do that mm-hmm. either. Um, quick challenge. You ready? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want you to pick three people right mm-hmm. now and be generous with your words and tell okay. them why they're awesome and why you're thankful for them in your life. Okay. No pressure. <laughs> Wait, right now? Yeah, no, literally right now. What do you mean literally right now? Literally like on right the now. podcast? On the podcast. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. So, you want me to pick three people and yes. tell them how thankful I am of them in my life. Yes. And why. Okay. And why. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, obviously, Ryan, my husband, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I am thankful for him because one, uh, God blessed me with him. Um, He's literally the person that I prayed for and God gifted him to me. Um, He has taught me to be a more loving person because of the amount of just love that flows from him and his givingness, his caringness. Um, he is, I mean, I I don't, I don't even know how to explain it. The best thing that has ever happened to me. Um, and I'm so thankful for his support and his guidance and his love, um, for me, for our marriage, for everything. So there's Ryan. Um, let's see. Who else? Um, there's you. There's mom. There's so many people. I don't know. Like I my life group. Pick three. I, I can't pick three people. Yeah. That's hard. Well, what's uh, happening? <laughs> what? Pick, pick one person from your life group. There you go. One person. One. Okay. Joanna. She's mm-hmm. my life group leader. Um. I'm so thankful for her because she has taught me so much about just the love of Christ and she knows me so well because she's such a good listener that she pushes my boundaries to help me grow as a person. Um, and I think she does it in a very healthy way and I love her for, for that. And she's somebody who will text me and just be like, Hey, you're great. And that is such a great quality because she's such a very cool. Very cool. Yep. Um, and then let's see who else. 
mom. Okay, I have to do mom because mom probably gets the brunt of Patricia. (laughs) (laughs) The evil of Patricia. (laughs) And does not get thanked enough because she literally is always there and we're the same person (laughs) so Mm -hmm. we butt heads um but at the end of the day if it you know wasn't for her I wouldn't be who I am today um and she inspires me to be a more giving person because that's somebody who always gives to everyone else and puts herself last. And I hope that I can have that same quality eventually in life. So there we go. That's awesome. How do you feel? Awkward. Awkward. (laughs) Yes. Like I, because I don't like, I feel like I don't want to say, the wrong thing or I'm not saying enough or I'm not really expressing how I really feel on the inside. I don't know. Oh, I sounded like you were. Yeah, but Yeah, it sounded like you were very generous with your words and that's I mean, honestly, that's a great way to be and demonstrate your generosity. And Yeah. It costs nothing and it's an it's a great opportunity to get ourselves in a being that's in overflow like a Mm. being living in overflow mindset simply by thanking god and then verbally thanking people around us for all that they do for us and it just kind of helps reset our mind on all that has been provided for us the incredible resources surrounding us especially you know here in america we're surrounded by amazing resources, amazing protections, right. amazing opportunities, and to top it all off, amazing freedoms and people uh, all rolled up in one. Uh, and just me saying that just by itself, that sentence mm-hmm. kind of, I don't know, kind of brings me to life. I feel, um, I feel unchained, for lack of a better term. I feel a lot less like... Uh, when I give of if it, when I give from a place of generosity in terms of you know just my words right um, yeah. I don't feel like I'm exchanging or losing anything I feel like I'm only gaining by telling people how awesome they are and feeling better about myself in the process um, which really is just I don't know as simple as it sounds the heart of it the heart of uh, finding a healthy balance of generosity. It's not a matter of giving to the point where you feel, I don't know, we hear terms like sacrificial giving all the time. Um, and I think, you know, there's something to that, but that also, when we hear the word sacrifice, it denotes an exchange of sorts. And it also sounds like you're giving out of scarcity, not out of generosity when you're doing it sacrificially and that kind of, I don't know, that kind of language, that kind of uh, mentality is just to me, not in line with a all powerful God of the universe who is capable of 
doing and giving anything as he sees fit as long as it's within like the center of his will and his glory for, over our lives that doesn't necessarily align with the idea of exchanging something sacrificially when you mm-hmm. have a being that's all powerful that can refill it in 10 seconds if he wants to kind of being behind you right right oh mm. i don't know where that came from either okay the here Holy we go <laughs> that, that's that's where that came from okay um so yeah i guess i'll just take my i, I would say my biggest weakness weakness i won't do strength um but i would say my biggest weakness uh, right now is just giving my attention um specifically to my wife and I would say Harper specifically. Um, I struggle with being patient, right? And this is kind of tied to the podcast we previously did about, are you listening? Mm -hmm. I know I'm not the best listener. Mm -hmm. And I, a lot of that just comes from not having the patience to stay actively listening. So I'm, I'm already thinking ahead to, what task I need to be getting done instead of listening to the story. Okay. What's the um, end result of the story before it's even started? Like all of these kinds of things are ha- are happening in my mind and I'm just not yeah. generous with my attention and I need to do a better job of stopping completely and checking in on my wife and checking mm-hmm. in on my kids and, you know, not just telling Harper to be quiet and stop crying, but take time to to listen, uh, even if what she's saying doesn't make any sense and she's crying about nothing. Right. It's still an opportunity right. to listen, to give her my attention and show her in, a, in an affectionate manner mm-hmm. that I'm here to do life with you and listen to the good, the bad and the ugly the same way. I won't do it as well, but my goal is to model the the concept that our Heavenly Father will do that for you perfectly for the rest of your life. And that's really what I want to drive home. It's not a matter of mm-hmm. daddy's a good listener or daddy gives me lots of attention. It's a matter of, okay, I'm giving you my attention to show you that this attention I'm giving you is not perfect mm-hmm. and it's not enough. But when it's not enough, this is where you need to go. This is where you ultimately need to get um, that perfect love and perfect attention from. But if I'm not doing the listening part of it, the attention part of it, the patience part of it, I'm not going to get to the next step of the opportunity to share the overflow of God's love. Um, If I'm acting in scarcity, Mm. if I'm acting in scarcity with my time, with my daughter, how in the world can I expect her to see an overflow or an abundance of love in my life in order to be able to point her in the direction of where that's coming from is literally impossible. So I need to work on that. Uh (laughs) (laughs) I feel like you've been thinking about that one. (laughs) Yes. I have been thinking about that quite a bit. Um, I've been reading this dad tired book and it talks a lot about, um, pointing your kids towards Jesus and stumbling your way through it. So don't worry so much about getting it perfect or saying the right thing or all that kind of stuff. It's just, just be you. Like the fact that this was like so profound to me Mm -hmm. 
and we're probably we're at like 35 minutes here yeah we're running a little long sorry everybody mm-hmm. um but this is super profound to me the idea that um in the book they talk about the idea that the fact that your children were born like god chose you as their parents and mm-hmm. you have a relationship with jesus already demonstrates the fact that god is actively pursuing their hearts just the fact that they're in our our home and we mm. are pursuing jesus and they happen to be in the vicinity speaks to the fact that whether i'm a good influence bad influence great dad terrible dad just that fact alone shows that god already is thinking about their hearts is already pursuing their hearts is already wow. interested in their eternity before I ever thought about it or wow. it even became an ounce of reality in my mind. And that just spoke volumes to me. It's like a weight lifted off my shoulders mm-hmm. and a reminder that again, it's all about being and not about doing. I, there's nothing that I can do to guarantee that they're pointed to Jesus. All I can do is be who I am and hope that by Jesus being in me, that overflow will overflow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Them. Yeah. Uh, but. Oh, that's so good. In any event, I love that we just did an entire podcast about generosity. And I think we talked about money like the first three minutes. Yep. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say that, you know, giving isn't important. Um, I think that there's definitely some, there's absolutely some biblical yes. uh, implications and some biblical truth to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I really think there's an opportunity for us to look at the, look at it through a new lens um, yeah. and act out of a state of being. That's something that we can take into our day-to-day life. Um, and it's something that, can not only impact our church financially, right? But impact right. the people we work with, impact the lady at the grocery store, impact mm-hmm. our wife, our kids, all the people that are surrounding us. And that's really what we want to encourage you all with is yes. um, trust who you are. You're awesome. Mm-hmm. God made mm-hmm. you for a reason. He has a plan for your life. Your number one job is to rest in that, be in that, and let that truth overflow as you go throughout your day. So go do that. Yes. And also we want to challenge you with a question to ask yourself in that where can you be more generous in tomorrow and in your life? Um, or where's an area that you feel, um, that is a weakness that you can, um, start to work on to, uh, make it better or pursue that person or that thing or whatever it is. And um, we hope that we encouraged you through this podcast today. Love you guys. Have a awesome week. All right. See ya. If you liked this episode, I'm going to need you to do all the stuff that my sister is about to talk about. If you guys would love to spend more time with us, go ahead and please subscribe and rate our podcast. 
And if you want to connect with us and do this thing called life together, follow us on Instagram at connect.patrick.patricia. And we can't wait to hear from you soon. Men, remember, meek is strong. And ladies, be your true self. Have a great week.